Synagogue Church of Jesus Christ presents Revival with your host evangelist, Pastor Johnny O. Teaching and preaching God's holy word. Now let's learn God's holy word on Revival. Now this I say, now brethren, I say, that brother, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom, of God, the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit does corruption in corruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ shall rise incorruptible, and we shall be changed. At the last trump. At the last trump. At the last trump. When they opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain, for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on earth? Then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer, while both the number of their fellow servants and brethren who were killed as they were was completed. The fifth seal, the last trump, the last trump, the last trump. Synagogue Church of Jesus Christ, Prophet Pastor Johnny O. The last trump. Are we about to engage in Trump remains the prophecy that was given to me back in the mid-2020s, the year 2020? For I cannot guarantee a fair election. So we shall wait until the chaos and riot subsides. Then maybe in the spring we will revisit this is the prophecy I received. I've mentioned this many times to the church. It's up on the posts. It's everywhere. This was given to me in the prophetic by his prophets and by his word. We are in the spring. It's spring ends on June 19th. And then the first day of summer is June 20th. The prophecies of May is around the corner. We'll share with you what's about to happen prophetically in detail. But I want to read you something from Psalms. Psalms 121. J.R. Church mentioned that the Psalms represents the years. If that's the case, then we need to pay attention to Psalms 121. Because Psalms 121 starts with, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Hills. Capitol Hill? The White House? Which is exactly where it's located is God about to do something to America I have confirmation on that which is going to follow right after my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth verse 3 he will not allow your foot to be moved your foot to be moved not feet he who keeps you will not slumber behold he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Psalms 121. J.R. Church the late J.R. Church, who's with God right now, showed that the years reflect the psalm. So 121 represents 2021. Who is he talking about? What? Whose foot is not going to be moved? And is God about to strike Capitol Hill in America specifically? Is he about to do something spectacular? Well, I have a prophet that got a word from God just recently. 
and I have to share it. Prophet Deborah is going to tell you exactly what the Lord told her. And then from there, we're going to go into Henry Groover's dream. And then we're going to continue as the Spirit leads. Pay close attention to what she says. This is about to happen in the next few months. Pay attention. Then the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do something in Israel, and I heard in America, at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. In that day I will perform against Eli, and I heard America. All that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. And I said, Oh dear God, what are you talking about? Because in the previous chapter, he had sent another prophet of God to speak to him and said that his sons, his two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, you see that over in the second chapter, in the 34th fourth verse that Eli was warned by this prophet this is what the prophet said now this shall be a sign to you that will come upon your two sons on Hophni and Phinehas in one day they shall die both of them so when I saw that I had just read the previous chapter it's a it's an amazing story and if you haven't read it, you need to go and look at it. First Samuel, first Samuel, first, second, and third chapters. And then going on down, he says, In that day I will perform against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knows, because his sons made themselves vile, and he did not restrain them. And therefore I have sworn to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be atoned for by sacrifice forever or offering forever. I said, Lord, what are you trying to say? And he said plainly to me, I'm about to bring judgment on the house of America and I said Lord which house are you talking about are you talking about the higher house the upper house meaning the Senate or the lower house meaning the House of Representatives or God forbid are you talking about the White House the Lord did not respond to tell me which house that he did say this to prominent leaders in America's house will die in one day. He went on to say, one will die in the morning and one will die in the evening. And when you see this happening, know that I, the Lord, have done this. And I, the Lord, have begun to judge the wicked in America. Well, we have some breaking news. I have to cut in right away and tell you that the remedy, the vaccines, are killing people left and right. This ministry is dedicated to seeing the people's lives, the lives and living in abundantly, according to the Bible. And of course, we know that this deadly poison cannot touch us if we pray and break the curses as well as if I can pray and anoint you guys and nullify the poison, neutralize it. And I can. Uh, you need to contact this ministry right away. Contact Kim Lugo or Jeanette Ortiz and we will set up times and uh, we will do everything possible to meet up with you so that you can have me come over to your church and all the people that have the vaccines, I can anoint you and we can shut down the poison and neutralize it and stop it from killing anyone else. I can do this and shut down the curses because every needle has a curse in it, every single one. So... Um, 
furthermore, I'm going to be playing something off my phone that this young lady has to say that you cannot get it anywhere else on the internet because they've been blocking everything. Pay close attention to this message. All right, this won't be it for long. Share as much as you can. Mike Eden, ex-chief scientist of Pfizer, has stated that it is now too late to save any person who has been injected with any COVID-19 vaccine. He urges those who have not yet been injected with the deadly compound to fight for the continuation of humans and the lives of their children. The world-acclaimed immunologist goes on to outline the process which he says will kill the vast majority of people now alive. Immediately on receipt of the first injection, around 0.8% of people die within two weeks. The survivors have a life expectancy of two years on average, but this is decreased with every top-up or booster injection. Down at the bottom, billions are already condemned to certain unchangeable and agonizing deaths. Each person who has received the injection will certainly die prematurely, and three years is a generous estimate. Well, so far I've already lost three friends of mine that died with heart attacks from the result of this vaccine. I put a disclaimer, I think I mentioned, which is it's up to you what you want to do. You make your own choices. But if we get informed and follow this ministry, you know what choice you need to make. So I put that disclaimer out to let you know, as a pastor and a leader, I am going to lead you to abundant life and healing. But let's continue. Now, Deborah mentioned that God said he's going to bring judgment And she said the Senate and Congress or the White House, and he didn't answer. So it's open. Now, Psalms 121, which we just finished reading, says on the hills, and that's Capitol Hill. So judgment is coming according to the Psalms and the suggestion, I got to use that word, by Deborah to the White House. And she said that two prominent leaders will die in the same day, one in the morning and one in the night. That's pretty, that's pretty, pretty bold. And she's definitely moving by the Spirit of God because she loves the Lord. So is Trump, the last Trump, the final term about to come? And are we about to be encountering some of the most horrific times in America? Possibility. The, The answer is... Yes, we might be right now encountering some of the most deadliest months coming up and blood months, May all the way to September. Pay attention, May through September. And it's going to culminate and accelerate into bloody months. I'm pretty sure we're going to see martial law shutting down this nation and a whole bunch of other things that are going to shock and awe all of America and the world. Some people will celebrate and others will cry and say, we have now two presidents. And then finally, they're going to say, what is going on? We're now living in a fractional government. It's going to go down to the state level because by that time, the military will be everywhere. Uh, National Guard, Homeland Security, and uh, maybe, maybe some of the uh, uh, UN or the United States Army or Marines might be on the floor as well because they need to uh, clean up house. BLM, Antifa, clean them up. It's going to be all, it's going to be a beautiful cleanup. There's not going to be no tolerance. Will there be cities burning everywhere? Absolutely. So this is going to be pretty chaotic. And will it affect our economy? You better believe it. I mentioned to everybody, get silver and buy it right away because it's going to skyrocket and it's going to be something that you're going to need to barter. Let's continue with Henry, Henry Groover, who had a vision about Trump being a king. And if this coup does happen, he will become a king for a short period of time. And if the scriptures are correct and they're being symbolic, this last Trump, this last term is it. And when we use that against Thomas Horn's vision that he had of Apophis striking, which was confirmed by NASA in April 13th, Friday the 13th, 2029, if that is chapter 7 of of Revelation, which is the first trumpet, you have to back up the times to allow for the seals to commence. First seal all the way through the seventh seal. The fifth seal we read in in the beginning is the rapture. Despite anyone's belief, it is the rapture. 
So we know that there has to be the Antichrist showing up because Second Thessalonians, go read it, tells us he does show up, but he's not the monster yet. He's the savior of the world, pompous and talking all kind of garbage and junk and people accepting it, the Jewish community, the European community, and the lukewarm Christians just going in droves towards him. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, go read it. But then once the rapture happens, and it does happen, the dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive and remain for a short time. We're going to remain for a short time because it's got to be a revival and God's going to use us. When we're caught up, then it's over. Then he turns into the monster. Now, I address the Democratic Christians. You have a question for me, and the question is, why did God allow then to answer my prayers? He did not answer your prayers regarding removing Trump and putting in a liar that cheated with fraudulent election uh, evidences everywhere. Right now, they're going through the audits. And don't pray against it because God says that this is judgment time for everyone. Everyone. And only the remnant will be leaving. Go read John 3.16. Go look at the word world. It's for the moral. Those that are following God. And if you prayed and you spoke against his anointed Trump, and I'm going to be very blunt. No pastor is going to talk this way, but I will. Then you have committed sin. And why did he allow for the short period of time that we are now, right now, encountering that? Because I remember back in 1991 when I saw a prophecy that Trump would be the last president. When this president got in, the 46th, I said, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. But now it makes sense. Because the 46th is going to be non void. So that means there will never be a 46th. It never existed. Because the audits and other things that God is about to do, because now this is God's timing. Who would ever think that now, months after the inauguration, that God will turn this nation upside down and bring judgment? Psalms 121, Deborah just mentioned it, and I'm going to bring some more prophecies. Supreme Court, two men are going to step down because of the embarrassment of what's going to occur, because they're going to be, they're going to be embarrassed that they're going to put back Trump, and they're going to be pissed. But guess what? It is all ordained. He is the last Trump, the last term. And if he gets in, now let's do the timing. Thomas Horn said April 13th, Friday the 13th, 2029. That will be the trumpets, the beginning of the trumpets. That's chapter 7, Revelation. Okay, that's what, now let's go, let's go backwards. Okay, that's the case. We have to allow, okay, for Trump for Trump. You have to allow for Trump to be in power. So if we start now with 2021, then you're looking at three more years, 2021, you're looking at uh, 22, 23, 24, or 25 for the rapture. 21 through 24 through for the rapture. So from 2024 to 2025, there's a possibility, I use the word possibility, I don't want to be dogmatic because right away everybody gets, oh, you said it was going to, possibility, the rapture might happen at the last Trump. Then the enemy will have what? According to the scriptures, three and a half years. So if it's 2025, then the enemy, we could, Daniel tells us the enemy has reigned for seven years, but he breaks it in three and a half years. What's going to break it in three and a half years? Apophis. So 2025 at three and a half years, you got 28 to 29. And it might go into April. <laughs> and that's crazy. So that goes to show you that once the church leaves, the lukewarm Christians or democratic Christians, which is a part of that lukewarmness. Why do you say that, Pastor? Don't say that. Well, would you vote for an organization that wants to kill babies? Would you vote for an organization that would want to instill racism, which is a part of socialism and communism, which is what they're pushing? So how is it that a Christian with no spiritual conscience, just being so seared in his heart, grieving the Holy Spirit, would vote for a man that cheated in the elections and that stands for abortion 
Women, you have no rights to your body. You cannot kill your baby because you want to. And using something that's less than a percentage because the woman's life is in danger, we have to do this, is not an excuse for you to take that platform and murder 60 million babies. I am so sorry. Judgment is coming first to the house of God and then to the Capitol Hill. And the house of God includes those democratic Christians. That's why God said that he allowed Biden to get in because now you're being vaccinated. You heard the breaking news that the vaccinations are killing people left and right. And now CEOs and officials and scientists are coming out and saying, don't take it. Don't take it. Why? Because it's going to kill you. It's going to alter your DNA. It's going to kill you and it's going to hide its effects so that you, later when you do die from rare diseases, cancers, and etc., they can't trace it back to the vaccine because this diabolical, engineered, monstrous, demonic, cursed needle that enters your body will do its function and commit its completion of destroying you and your family within, I said, three years. The young lady said two. I prophesied three. And I've already lost three friends. Henry Groover, let's get back to it. Listen to what his words say, and it's going to blow you away in Jesus' name. I love this man that is going to be with the Lord, Henry Groover. In the vision, my kids come running to me saying, Dad, a big limousine pulled up up front. Donald Trump and his wife are coming out. I seat them in my best chair. He is dressed like a king, but he doesn't have a crown on his head. He literally is in royal robes. His wife is carrying a shawl over her arm. She puts the shawl around his shoulders and down the front of him. It is gold inlaid with jewels. He's talking to me like he's been friends of the family forever, asking, how are you doing? How's the family doing? And we're talking literally like family. He's so relaxed, his wife is standing at his left hand. And we, we talk for quite some time, and then he says, well, I've got a lot to do. I've got to get going. I just wanted to check in to see how you're doing. I'll come back. And he gets up to go, and he flips the shawl off his shoulders, but it drapes over the back of the chair. And, and I see him to the door, and I look back and see the shawl. I run to get the shawl, and I come back to the door. They're already in the limousine leaving, and I'm hollering, hold it. And I hear a voice behind me, and it says, he'll be back. And that was the end of the vision. And I hear a voice behind me, and it says, he'll be back. He'll be back. And according to Bible prophecy and what's about to occur in America with a shock and awe, if you go back to Dana Coverstone's dreams, he will be back. And he will be literally symbolically, I'm using that word clearly, symbolically a king. Now well, let's listen to Kim Clement. I'm not going to interrupt this Kim Clement prophecy because it's very direct. The two people that stepped down in the Supreme Court, I believe these are judges that are more democratic or liberal in their thinking. And they are now embarrassed and they're worried about the nation's future. Don't worry about the nation's future, my dear friends. Repent and give your life to Jesus Christ because this is it. The next three years will be Holy Ghost filled. The church will have abundance of money and blessings. And the restraining force of evil will be in power. And vaccinations will be a choice, not mandatory. The world will come in alignment with God's word in a day. It's going to take it just like that. So let's listen to King Clement as he shows us a vision. And this man is anointed and a powerful prophet of God. He has not missed yet. And this guy is awesome. Kim Clement. This that shall take place shall be the most unusual thing. A transfiguration. A going into the marketplace, if you wish. Into the news media. Where Time Magazine will have no choice but to say what I want them to say. Newsweek, what I want to say. The View, what I want to say. Trump shall become a trumpet, says the Lord. 
trump shall become a trumpet. I will raise up the trump to become a trumpet and Bill Gates to open up the gate of a financial realm for the church. Says the Lord, I will not forget 9-11. I will not forget what took place that day. And I will not forget the gatekeeper that watched over New York. I have to interrupt and say, why did he say I will not forget 9-11? 9-11 was an inside job with foreign nations that knew that they were about to destroy the Twin Towers, all symbolic regarding the end times that's coming. So Kim Clement is saying, I will not forget the diabolical hands that did it. So now you fast forward to our elections. He says, he's repeating, I am not going to forget the diabolical hands that did the fraud for the elections. God is never wrong. He's correct in everything. He sees all things. Isaiah chapter 29, verse 16, 15 and 16. Go read it. So I'm telling you right now, Kim is telling you, from 9-11, I saw it. I know what happened. And I saw now what happened in the elections in 2020. I saw it. I know what's happened. Now God says my timing is now. Listen to the rest of the prophecy. Who will once again stand and watch over this nation, says the Spirit of God. It shall come to pass that the man that I place in the highest office shall go in whispering my name. But God said when he enters into the office, he will be shouting out by the power of the Spirit. For I shall fill him with my Spirit when he goes into office. And there will be a praying man in the highest seat in your land. There will be a praying president, not a religious one. For I will fool the people, says the Lord. I will fool the people. Yes, I will. God says, the one that is chosen shall go in and they shall say he has hot blood for the spirit of God says yes he may have hot blood but he will bring the walls of protection on this country in a greater way and the economy of this country shall change rapidly says the Lord of hosts listen to the word of the Lord God says I will put at your helm for two terms a president that will pray, but he will not be a praying president when he starts. I will put him in office, and then I will baptize him with the Holy Spirit and my power, says the Lord of hosts. Come on! If you heard Kim Clement, he said two terms. And all of the prophets that have fallen flat on their faces, it was two terms, including myself. It's two terms. I was not allowed to say Trump wins anything or he won anything. I was only allowed to say Trump remains. And my deacons, my, my wife, my church leaders, everybody, church congregants, all held me accountable and said Trump remains, Trump remains. When it didn't happen, I kept saying Trump remains and people have been coming and posting up stuff. They even had parties with my name saying false prophet, false prophet, false teacher. He's a false Christian. And they, had, they were celebrating. Well, guess what, people? Your celebrations are about to end because the prophecies of Trump Remains is going to elevate this ministry and going to blow up. And I'm going to have major, major players, companies rolling in with me because they're going to say, this guy is legit, man. He is truly a prophet of God. He heard. I'm telling you, Jesus came to me on March 15th of 2021, and he told me some instructions that I need to do. And I have been with the Lord and done supernatural things, and He's done supernatural things in me. And I'm telling you, this is about to come to an amazing climax. Dana Coverstone had two specific dreams I'm sharing you back to back. The first dream is called Rats in the Tunnel. The second dream is called the Flaming Spear. You need to hear this because we believe this is going to be occurring the next five months. May, June, July, August, and it climaxes at September. Will it, the residue go into October, November, December? Absolutely. We all know that. But this next five months, because of the audits, because of God's hand, because of God's timing, because of the anointing of Trump and everything that's going to climax, this shock and awe that's going to hit this nation is going to cause the dollar to collapse. It's going to cause people to be in, in total disbelief. I'm telling you, this is going to happen. Dana Coverstone. 
This dream went from 11, April 11th to the 19th. I saw a globe. It was sitting on a stand. No hand touched it or moved it, but it just began spinning on its own and accelerating at a very, very rapid rate, rate, and it began to wobble. It began to wobble on the stand. And there were two male runners who appeared on a running track, but this running track was just a straight track. It went on for miles and miles and miles. But between the two runners, there was a large wall, probably 20 feet high, so they couldn't see each other. They each had a spear with a fire-like torch on the end that was burning very bright, and the flames shot up from the tip. Now, it did not appear as if it was a torch or had fabric wrapped around it. It was just a sharp piece of metal that was on fire, and both runners had it. One was wearing a multicolored outfit, like you would see in the Olympics, and he was stretching and balancing as if preparing to run. The other one was wearing a solid white outfit, like a track outfit, but was not moving at all. <coughs> he was standing in place, almost without breathing. You would have swore the guy was a mannequin at first. A man then appeared standing on the wall above the runners in a very expensive suit jacket, but he was wearing runner shorts underneath and uh, runner shoes. So very, very strange looking outfit. And he carried a starter's pistol. And he said to the motionless runner wearing the white, he said, you must pace yourself and win. And at this, the runner simply nodded and cracked his neck. The man in the colorful runner's outfit was not addressed at all. And the man then called out to your mark. And when he did this, the runner wearing the multicolored outfit took a running start and threw the flaming spear into the atmosphere, just threw it in the air. Then he took his place at the line in the runner's blocks. <laughs> The motionless man moved into position, but did not get down into the blocks, so almost like not an official start in that sense. But he leaned down, and he tapped the end of the spear into the ground, and then he spit on the flame, and it exploded. It exploded to the point that his hair caught on fire, but he was not hurt. His hair was burning, but like, like a burning bush, but he was, not, he was not hurt. And the man called, ready. And then he fired the pistol, and the two men took off. Now, one, the, the multicolored man ran very, very quickly and very determined. The firing man just took off at a jog. And because of the wall between them, neither man could see the other. Then, then I saw a bright crimson red calendar with a crisp white letters that had a thick black outline on the letters. So they stood out. They were shadowed. And I saw May 2021 and two hands like this. Kind of like how your hands will just kind of unleashing something. And these two hands were unrolling this, well, they were holding on this blood-covered calendar and they were rolling it out and down. And I saw June, July, August, and September. They were unrolled and they hung below May and September was touching the ground. So he's standing here like this with these, with the calendar in his hand, bloody, bloody hands, and the calendar's all the way down the ground from May to September and September's touching the ground. Then the scene changed to a map of Europe, and it went through Russia, China, down to the Middle East, the Mediterranean. Israel was seemingly over, also overemphasized on this map. I saw leaders in Russia, China, Israel, Western Europe. These were modern leaders, and they had these high-powered binoculars, and they were watching the United States, and they were telling individuals to write down the things that they were seeing. They were getting excited. They were pumping fists in the air, patting each other on the backs. And they were waving their nation's flags feverishly. I saw military leadership in the rooms, and the leaders were whispering in their ears, and then would get on a phone and whisper as well. And I could then see blood dripping down onto the calendar from those hands that were holding. It was, it was going all the way through September. Then I saw fires all over America, and I saw cities on lockdown. I saw flags that were half-mast, and they began to fade into smoke. And there were many American military groups on the ground directing traffic and keeping a close watch on the streets. And then I saw the colorful runner running very hard, and his hand was on the wall the entire time but just brushing it. Because he's running very hard, his hand's against that wall. And he was saying, wake up, or wake them up, wake them up. And he kept his eye on the spear he'd thrown. It was above him, heading in a direction, almost like he was following the spear. And the runner in white was now a dingy gray. It had gone from white to dingy gray, and the white was completely gone from his, from his jersey. His hand was also on the wall, but it was leaving a trail of fire that followed him as he ran. 
colorful runner was weary, was sweating profusely, uh, appeared several times to almost trip and fall. But he recovered and he kept going through, uh, you know, through the, the running, but he was breathing with great difficulty. He was, he was very tired. The jogging runner was smirking and taking his time, and now he was fully engulfed in fire and was spreading. Uh, it was spreading to the place where his gray jersey was now just a flaming red. It almost looked like somebody running with a fire around them. He then started running as fast as he possibly could and was making up distance. He was kind of catching up to the, the colorful runner. However, he kept his eye on the spear that he still had, that he had, that he had thrown and was still in the air. He, he, uh, I'm sorry, I got, got messed up there. It was heading towards the building. So the, the guy had thrown the spear. He's keeping his eye on the spear. He's running as hard and fast as he can. He's, he's trying to, you know, he's just trying to catch. He's trying to get going. He's watching that spear. And that spear was headed towards a building that seemed to be filled with people who were on their knees and they were praying loudly. And both runners kept moving with one spilling fire all the way along that wall. It's almost like a trail of fire behind him. Everything he touched was fiery. And the other was now screaming as loud as he could, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, constantly. He never stopped screaming, wake up. And then I saw American generals in a facility that was obviously underground. And I saw many phone calls and they were coming in on rotary phones. I saw the curly Q. Some of you will know what I'm talking about, the curly Q cords. They were coming in on rotary phones, and as the generals answered them, they were telling others to position numbers on a very large map of both the Atlantic and the Pacific Oceans. And it was frantic in that room. People were obviously in a state of panic, running here and there very, very quickly. And I could then see world leaders in Europe, Russia, and Israel, modern-day leaders, talking with each other, with great passion, great concern on their faces. Their faces revealed that they were, they, these were very, very important things they were discussing. And then this word was spoken. It might be our time. It kept being spoken by the leaders as they watched the fires burning over America. Then the spear thrown by that first runner hit the building it was aiming for, and it exploded into a bright light, and it streamed down over the entire country. And it looked like a napalm storm. If you see the videos of of us dropping bombs during the Vietnam War there in Vietnam. So it looked like a napalm storm. It filled the atmosphere of the United States. And as, 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 the, as the fire from that building spread, it was putting out some of the fires in the United States. It lessened some and others, but in some it had no impact at all. Some of those fires kept burning. And then I saw the explosion had actually thrown people all over the place. The people who were praying in that building were now, they were just like, like just, uh, just, thrown up in the air to these areas of the nation. And um, these people, uh, they had thrown people all over the country, and they had like fire extinguishers and, and, and brooms. And they were patting down the fires. They were screaming. As they were patting down those fires, they were screaming, just like the colorful running man. They were screaming, wake up, stay awake, there's not much time. Wake up, stay awake, there's not much time. They kept repeating that. Wake up, stay awake, there's not much time. And the colorful runner then sat down, he leaned against the wall and he took a deep breath. He was just on the other side of the finish line. And the man that I see often in the dreams was helping him to his feet. And the fiery runner was laying, uh, was laying past the finish line too and was smoking like a, like a burnt building. He was not moving and was not breathing. And the man pointed at me and he said, warned them there is not much time left and it will never be easy again. If you're not braced now, you won't make it. Not rooted, you will be pulled up, pulled out, and the fire will never go out. Look for me and endure till I come. And one other thing that's different about this dream is after usually that after the, the man speaks to me in the dream, uh, that's it. But I had another small piece, and this was Monday night. I then saw every one of those international leaders and American generals put down their phones at the very, very, very same time. And in unison, all at once they said, it's time, it's time. Then they all sat, every single, the leaders, the military, they all sat at their desk and they put their heads in their hands like this and they began to weep. Here is the second vision of Dana Coverstone's dream. And pay close attention because this is more details 
and stuff. Now, I also want everybody to know that I've been uh, deciphering accurately David Coverstone's dreams. And um, I don't do it completely because that's not the way the Lord works with me. It, when he gives me pieces, I get it. I share it. It's 100% accurate. My church has already verified everything. But I did notice that God told me his dreams and visions are backwards. So when you read it, when you hear it forwards, do it backwards and you're going to get everything accurately. I'm telling you, Dana, if you're listening, do your dreams backwards. And of course, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. You're going you're gonna to re- tell it forwards the way it is. But when you decipher it, go backwards and write the details. And guess what? It's going to come like a domino. One domino hitting the other one. Doom, doom, doom. And it's going to be perfect. Listen to this second dream, this vision. It is absolutely more uh, detailed and supernatural in Jesus' name. Dana Coverstone. Uh, I'm going to share the rats in the sewer dream. It's the one I had between March 18th and last Friday night, April the 2nd, going into April the 3rd. And... Uh, it, it was a continuation dream of the last one in the White House, and here it is. I was standing in the White House Oval Office, and the blood under the desk from the previous dream was now dripping from the carpet edges where it had seemingly burned through the floor underneath. And there was smoke associated with it, and the blood was descending along with the carpet and, and the wood area type things. And it kept going. It was getting thicker and seemed to be alive. The blood was moving. It was moving like there was, and there was like a lightning blazing within it as it burned through the floors it just kept going floor to floor to floor to floor to floor and finally it went through the floors into the granite below until i found it until it found itself and i found myself in a rounded and equipped tunnel about 30 feet wide and it seemed like it ran for miles in either direction so it gone from the oval office floor down through the floors of the cap of the white house through the granite <coughs> through the floors and finally ends up in a tunnel that obviously ran underneath of the white house there were auxiliary lights and very bright lighting on the walls running along and down the corridor. There were also tunnels leading off in other directions and intersections in both directions as well. There also seemed to be a channel on the ground wide enough for two vehicles to drive. So at the very bottom of the tunnel, there was a channel wide enough for two vehicles to drive beside or back in, or, or by each other there. And uh, suddenly the blood from the Oval Office came through the ceiling. And it began feeling the cha- fill in the channel where the cars would have driven. So the blood is, is entering from the ceiling. It came all the way from the White House Oval Office. And it's, now it's pouring into this, this tunnel with the channels on the ground. Um, there were signs with distances to various capital locations on the wall of the rounded tunnels. Doors about every half mile. And they had key button pads to get through. And also on the sides of those rounded tunnels, there were walkways about five to seven feet wide that people would have walked on. But these, t- these, uh, these walkways now were filled with rats. And these rats seemed to be glowing, almost pulsating. And they were running in every direction. Some were even trying to climb those smooth concrete walls. The blood was getting higher. It seemed to be boiling. The smoke was filling the air space between the ceiling and the blood rising. Uh, the rats were soon barely getting enough, uh, you know, getting enough air above the blood. And they were climbing on top of each other in sheer panic to get out. And then the lights in that room, those auxiliary lights began flashing and the blood kept rising and suddenly an emergency siren went off. And at this, the rats began to chatter and bite and they appeared to be screaming at each other. They were fighting each other like in desperation to get what it appeared to me. So they were in sheer panic. Uh, the blood kept rising until it filled the entire corridor and then it began to foam. The blood at the top began to foam and I could see the rats with their faces against the roof and there were some rats that were floating dead within that current of blood because the blood was moving and flowing down those, down those tunnels. And all at once there was a flash of light and the blood just pushed in each direction until it was only about as high as the walkway. Almost like doors or gates had been opened and the blood just rushed on through. And, that, and, and uh, I, I, I was already seeing light and air from outside at this point and realized the blood had pushed itself through every manhole and was coming up in the buildings, the, built, the basements of buildings, and the first floors of buildings in, in, the, in that area. At this time, I'm standing on Pennsylvania Avenue in front of the White House, and the rats were running everywhere. And as those rats ran, their tracks, they were tracking blood everywhere that they went, through the grass, in the streets, on the sidewalks. And I could see that every major building had tracks in and out. The, the rats had gone in, the rats had gone out. 
uh, the Supreme Court building, the Treasury, the Smithsonian, the National Mall were all covered, and I mean covered uh, in those tracks. And the rats were still entering buildings and monuments alike. They were just, there was a huge number of rats. It was just ongoing. If there was, they were just coming from everywhere. Uh, people then appeared with cameras, and they had the large press flash bulbs like you would have seen in reporters in the 1920s to the 1950s, maybe. Uh, large press-like flash bulbs. They were taking pictures of every single set of tracks. And it seemed that each track was being followed by reporters who took pictures, and then they made notes in like a little journalist notebook. And with each flash bulb going off, the rats appeared to age. And soon, the gray hair was white hair. And they seemed to be getting weaker and weaker, and they were laying on their sides and dying. And although a lot of them were covered in blood, they had blood on their feet, I could just tell they were aging and getting older, uh, becoming more, more elderly-like, so to speak, in that regard. The footprints of the rats started glowing until they became three-dimensional and thick. And then those same tracks caught on fire. But they went out quickly, but they left this smoking track, almost like a smoking gun idea there. And then I saw a giant walking towards the Washington, D.C. area who was standing, you know, way, way, just bigger, taller, much taller even than the Washington Monument. And this, as, as that giant walked, he grabbed the top of the Washington Monument uh, like a lid and he lifted it up. And as he lifted it up, the ground around the primary area of Washington, D.C. came up with it. And everything was still there in one piece. And it kind of reminded me, uh, if you watch the Marvel movies, uh, Marvel, The Age of Ultron, well, the city of Sokovia uh, has the uh, vibranium at the bottom and the city is rising and you see dirt and dust and stuff dropping off of it. Well, that was what was happening. The whole city is being grabbed by the by the Washington Monument and it's being lifted up. And so the whole the whole city of Washington is just kind of up in the air and this giant is catching on to it. And then um, he pulled after he pulled the entire thing up with one hand, he placed the city into a large sifter a sifting tool like he would sift flour that he held in the other hand. And then taking both hands, he literally took that sifter and he began to shake it. He took the, he shook the sifter and the parts of the city and the ground began to break up and the buildings were shaking violently. And the, the parts falling through the sifter were falling back into the hole from which it had been pulled up. And uh, it was just people falling out. It was debris falling out. It was, it was filling up with the ground. And after a few minutes, and it seemed like it shook forever, but after a few minutes of shaking and sifting, the only remaining things were the federal buildings that were linked to D.C. and the historical precedent that came with it. And then holding the sifter in his left hand, he reached into the sifter with his right hand. So he's holding the sifter in his left hand. He reaches in with his right hand, and he grabbed those remaining buildings, and he just crushed them just squeeze. You can see the muscles and the blood vessels popping on his hands as he just squeezed and was literally just crushing them in his hand. And he held it so much until his hand began to shake. It was literally shaking as he held it. And then he opened his hand and there was nothing but crushed debris in his hand. And he just literally put his mouth down and went and just blew it. And the debris became like fading smoke. That debris didn't end up on the ground. It, it disappeared like fading smoke in the air and was gone. If you've ever seen flash papers, the children's pastor used to use flash paper quite a bit and you light it and it just disappears. Well, this wasn't like flash paper. It was just dust that became smoke and then just disappeared. And then he placed the sifter on top of the hole below. There was still that large indentation on the ground. And then the man that I always see in the dreams he approached me and he had a scale in his hand, the kind that you would weigh produce on, kind of holding it, you know, have two different things, you can, you can tell the weight. And on that scale was a bowl, and in that bowl was currencies of the world, the yen, the ruble, the U.S. dollar, I saw the euro, I saw many different types of currencies. And he held that, the, the, the scale high above his head, and then he threw the scales to the ground, and when it hit the ground, it powdered. And the wind blew that into the air as well. But the bowl was still in his left hand. And he said these words, I determine the value of, of what is valued. I determine the value of what is valued. But the soul of the nation worships paper, and paper is all it will be. And then he said, he said these words, 
The time of bracing is past and the season of endurance is upon the body of Christ. Endure now, endure tomorrow, and endure until the end. The bracing has passed. That means that we were going to be like in, impacted by what's occurring. Oh, Trump didn't get in. Oh my God. Uh, vaccines are mandatory. Oh my God. Uh, you know, all these different things. You know, all these executive orders, 54, 57 different executive orders. Oh my God. He's in power. They cheated. How did they get in? Oh my God. That's the bracing. Brace, brace for impact. Brace for impact. But now he says, now you're going to go through the endurance. Get ready to endure. So that means that now the roller coaster went over the giant hump and now it's going down vertical. Shoo, here we go. Hang in there. Here we go. Endure, endure. Get, get ready. Here we go. That's what, that's what he's talking about. Let's listen to one or two little prophecies regarding uh, Trump. And then I'm going to do a uh, conclusion and prayer. And Trump remains. Get ready. May through September. Get ready. Let's jump to Sundar Salvarez, October 19, 2020. Mr. Trump should continue for another term of God's purposes to be done in this nation. God is not finished yet. God wants to give America another four years of grace, four years to restart. The first four years was just laying the groundwork. The next four years will germinate the seeds sown for the shoots and flowers to come forth. The Lord Jesus said, I love Donald Trump. He is my servant. He will fulfill my will for this nation and Israel. If the Christians, here it is, if the Christians in this country, I'm going to say if the clean Christians, which would be the only ones that really pray anyway, if the clean Christians in this country will gather together in groups, there's our solemn September assembly, in the churches and pray sincerely without prejudice and bias, then I will push back the enemy's plans. Is that not saying our prayers could give America more time? All hell has been released against Mr. Trump. Even the good media has turned against him. That's true. I mean, as soon as they saw that Trump was not going to win, Fox News turned against him. It was the work of the enemy. Stand in the gap and pray for America. Americans should raise up an army to stand in the gap in a 24-7 prayer watch and surround the president with prayer and make sure he is fully guarded. Then Krista Elisha, 1113 of 2020, only going to read a couple of paragraphs of this long prophecy. In the spirit, I went into a vision. I saw a door. The Lord invited me into this door in the spirit, similar to what happened to John in the book of Revelation. When I went through the door, I was in the future and realized that we were standing in the heavens over the United States. I saw a radio tower in the east get struck by a bolt of lightning, and the lightning dispersed in all directions around the world, hitting other radio towers and causing many of them to collapse. The Lord said, He is releasing His judgment over the media mountain, and many mainstream media outlets will collapse when this shock wave is heard around the world. I want to believe that that's when the massive arrests take place. You see, this is not just one person. <laughs> this is not even two or three. This is many prophecies that are sort of saying all the same thing, said a different way sometimes. This shock is going to set in motion a new revolution. Revolution. Isn't that the same thing as a coup? A new revolution that will last for three years, completely transforming all seven mountains of influence in this country. This is a revolution of bridal love, of purity, and holiness. Isn't that massive arrests? It will be a revolution to end all revolutions. Then I heard the Spirit of God say, I'm breaking the shackles from my great evangelist nation. America, you were founded and established to be harvesters, but evil men took you into captivity to delay and to deny my son, his spotless bride. I have set my face against your enemies, and I've come riding on the clouds to break your gates of captivity. This is the Jubilee year, and you will decree Jubilee to the nations of the earth. No longer will you carry the chains of slavery, my dear America. Those in high places who have broken their oath of covenant with me that I've established with your founding fathers, I will remove them from their post. Is that massive arrest? I heard your prayers and petitions, dear America. You are precious to me. My plans for you are still good. The Father who has started a work in you shall see it to completion. 
Your humble petitions and earnest, heartfelt repentance have reached my ears, and lo and behold, I will certainly come and forgive you and heal your land. Isn't that what we've been praying for? I'm even healing your land as we speak. There is a purge I'm accomplishing even now behind the scenes. Is that the massive arrest? A purge followed by a search of my power and glory shall strike your land, the likes of which the world has never seen. The surge will cause a wave of fear of the Lord, and many will be arrested with awe and wonder as they see what I'm about to do. Now, this is it. You've heard about the purge, the revolution. You heard about the prophecies of, of Trump becoming a king. You've heard that Capitol Hill is going to go under judgment. You've read Psalms 121, which I invite you to go read again. You know that God said to me, Trump remains. I was not allowed to say Trump won or wins anything, but Trump remains. Then I kept repeating time and time again, because I cannot guarantee a fair elections, we will just wait till the chaos and riots subsides. Then in the spring, then maybe in the spring, we will revisit it. We're in the spring now. The audits have already continued. I don't want to say they started because they, they haven't. They, they've been continuing on the back scene. The media has been hiding it from you. But you heard that a lightning bolt struck the, the electrical tower, the media tower. So that goes to tell me that the media is going to be purged as well. Many arrests there as well. And they have to. CNN especially uh, has to be taken out, taken down. Uh, and this nation has to be evangelized. The harvest is now. This is going to cause an incredible harvest. And for the Democratic Christians that have voted, I want to say to you, I love you in the Lord. Follow my ministry. Reach out to me. Let the pastors that have prayed against Trump repent and ask for forgiveness from God and forgiveness from their fellow brothers and sisters and get right with God. The vaccinations, people, if you got vaccination, uh, vaccin uh, vaccinated, you need to contact this ministry immediately. Like I mentioned, go to Kim Lugo through her email, uh, go to my wife through the phone, contact this ministry through uh, Synagogue Church email and get me to be at your church immediately as I will preach the gospel short and then we will do a healing session that will not only heal everybody of the vaccine, which will neutralize the poison and shut the curses down, but also I will cleanse the people of all diseases and I will also deliver them from demons. And we will do that in your services. Contact me as soon as possible as you get, you listen to this service. It will be my honor and privilege. I only ask for an honorarium and to take care of my accommodations uh, for me and my wife as we come to each church and we do God's perfect will. Um, there are millions of people that's taken it, so it's going to take time for me and also to train my leadership to go out and do God's perfect will. Synagogue Church of Jesus Christ, the last trump remains. This has been some spectacular show. I know it's prophetic, and I know that it's something that you probably were like, I can't believe it. Could it be, could it be true? Well, we'll see. May, June, July, August, September, bloody months. A coup, shock and awe, nation, the world, totally blown away. Are we about to see God's timing? Are we about to encounter the hand of the Lord? Let's pray. Father, thank you for this show. Thank you for the material of the show. Thank you for transforming it because I didn't know that I had to come back here and transform it to be what it is now. Now it's complete, Father. Trump remains. The prophecy that you've given me will come to fruition. Lord, I pray for my music. Let it be gospel. Let it be impactful. Open up the acting realm for me to go impact with all of these super mega stars so that I can show them that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way. Lord, thank you so very much for your grace and your mercy, for dying on the cross at Calvary and shedding your precious blood that we might have eternal life. Please, Lord God, anoint everyone and thank you Call us to life abundantly in you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm Pastor 
Prophet Johnny O. This is Synagogue Church of Jesus Christ. God bless and stay focused. Jesus is Lord. <laughs>